Welcome to the Teaching Middle School ELA Podcast. We're your hosts, Caitlin Mitchell and Jessica Kanata. If you're looking for ways to bring rigor and engagement to your middle school ELA classroom without sacrificing your nights and weekends, then this podcast is for you. Our goal is to provide you with your weekly dose of tips, tools, and inspiration so you can actually enjoy teaching again. We'll help you bring the fun and creativity to your ELA lessons so that your students master the standards and you can leave school when the bell rings. Get ready to be that teacher you've always wanted to be to do great work and thrive. talking about secrets to leaving school when the bell rings, but I'm going to tell you right now, this probably has nothing to do with what you actually think it has to do with. We're not going to talk about specific strategies of like using your planning and prep time and setting a timer or batch planning. We're not talking about any of that. We're talking about this in a completely different way that I actually think is way more important than those tactical things. If that makes sense. Absolutely. It does. I'm excited for this one. I am too. And hopefully we've left everyone feeling kind of like, what are you going to talk about? Right. (laughs) What what are you guys going to say to me? Okay. So if you are used to being the last car at school, leaving when it's dark outside, you know, you have the custodian come in and check on you and say, it's time to go home. Right. One of our teachers, I think it was Kayla said that she, the alarm went off at like midnight when she was at school. That killed me. Yes. Brutal. We don't want that to be you. And you know, if you're the person staying late, you're, you might likely be also the teacher arriving first thing in the morning. You just kind of have gotten to a place where you feel like the to-do list is super long. You have a pile of grading on your desk. It's not getting any smaller, no matter how much time you spend at school, you're coming from the place of, I don't have enough time to do any of this, right? This is unsustainable. It's not realistic. And I, I want to tell you and Jessica too, with like the kindest of hearts that that's a broken strategy. You know, most struggling teachers who are working way longer than their contracted hours are making a mistake. And it's going to be a mistake that you might not have thought of, and that you might hear the first time when I say it, and you might think to yourself, what is she talking about? But stay with us and bear with us because it is incredibly, incredibly important. So most struggling teachers who are working way longer than their contracted hours are making the mistake of thinking that a vision of something better isn't important. So they're making the mistake of thinking that a vision of something better for themselves isn't important, right? These teachers, and perhaps this is you, they might think, you know what? This is just what teaching's like, right? It's how it's going, always going to be. But without a vision of what you actually want teaching to be like for you, it's just going to stay the same. You'll just float around. You'll just stay busy with nothing to show for it. Just more work. It'll continue to be unsustainable, right? Nothing's going to change. And so I want you, and I urge you to adopt this belief or at least sit with us for this episode. And then you can walk away saying, I don't believe anything that they're saying, but maybe you will. And it will be a huge game changer for you is that if vision is the most important thing that you need in order to create boundaries at work that will allow you to feel successful as a teacher, but also have a personal life, then this episode is for you. So I want you to just adopt this belief for the next 20 minutes that we're going to be together, that vision of something better is the most important thing. 
in order for things to change. So keeping that in mind. Yeah. And this vision that we're talking about, right. It's kind of abstract, but it's this idea of that empowered ELA teacher, right? You're the teacher who just knows you are crushing your lessons. Your students are coming up to you after class and they are saying like, Miss Kanata, that was the best lesson. That was so much fun. Can we do that again tomorrow? Or like, I finally get, I don't know, ambiguous pronouns or whatever it is. Like that was awesome. So you're feeling really good about those lessons and you're actually enjoying school again. Like you're excited to go into school each day and teach and you're not stressing with your nights and your weekends planning and coming up with these lessons, right? The envision of the empowered ELA teacher. It's what we strive for in the EB teachers club. We've got these done for you lessons that are rigorous, that are engaging, that your students are going to love, that your admin is going to say, oh my gosh, that was an awesome lesson and write you up a glowing review. And you're going to get to do all that without sacrificing every Sunday afternoon or staying at work so late that you are the last car there. And the custodian is saying, come on, time to leave, right? That's the vision we're creating here. Yes. Perfect. So just to, so you guys are clear of what that person is and it can be some of these things. It can be all of these things. It can be your adaptation of what Jessica Mm -hmm. just talked about, but it's essentially this vision for yourself of what teaching should be like and what you want it to be like for yourself. And that's again, what Jessica said. It's why we created the EB teachers club. That's why we have this membership. So if you want to join us in our EB teachers club, you can jump on the wait list. If you go to ebacademics.com forward slash membership wait list, you'll be the first to know when the door opens. So What I want to talk about now is really setting this vision for yourself. The solution is simple, right? For leaving school when the bell rings, it's setting that vision for yourself. It's a simple solution, but we got to talk about like, okay, that's great that you have this vision, Kaylin. What does that actually mean? How do I actually make that? What's the tangible thing that you're going to talk about, right? What does that actually look like? Right. And I am going to warn you, like Caitlin did at the beginning, this is going to seem like a little bit woo woo or strange at first of how we're approaching vision, because we're not focused on those practical strategies. We're not going to give you a tip on batch planning right now or a grading hack or how to use a writing framework. That stuff is incredibly important. And we have tons of episodes on those strategies, but today it's more of a mindset approach that we're taking. So if you're listening to this and you're on your way to work, right. Or school. And you're thinking like, okay, no, 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 like (laughs) this isn't for me. Just give me all the strategies. That's what I come here for. Then I'm going to urge you to stop for a second and maybe consider that this is the thing you actually do need in order to leave school when the bell rings and have a life outside of the classroom, because consider for a second, there are tons of teachers out there who have access to all the just right strategies, right? but they're still working well past six, seven o'clock every night and all through the weekend. So perhaps this, what we're talking about today is the differentiator. It's this mindset hack that just might be exactly what you need to start stepping into that identity of that empowered ELA teacher. Yes. Yes. Snaps all around because it's (laughs) so true. It's so true. It's all about mindset. It's all about who you are and who you are being. Okay. So number one, And I want to talk about is to create a vision board. So again, you might be thinking I'm not doing that, Caitlin, but bear with us. Okay. We're not going to start talking about crystals or anything like that. (laughs) A vision board is just a physical reminder of what it is that you want, right? What do you want? What is this vision for yourself as a teacher? What does life look like for you in the way that you want it to look like? 
Do you want to be a teacher whose students tell you all the time, Mrs. Mitchell, your class is so fun. They love learning and you know, all that stuff that you want to hear from your kids. Or do you want to be a teacher who leaves when the bell rings because your planning's all done? Do you want to be someone who works out after school or goes and gets their nails done every other week? Something that makes you happy. Do you want to be someone who looks forward to Sunday because it means time with friends? You get to go to brunch with your friends or, you know, hang out with your kids and watch football and not the Sunday scaries. Like what is that vision that you have for yourself as a teacher who feels like that empowered ELA teacher? So you want to find images of these things or these feelings or these experiences that you want. And we want you to create a board. So you can literally cut out magazine images or create a digital board on Canva. Maybe it's an image of a group of friends out to dinner, a sunset, a pair of running shoes, whatever. But we want you to be as specific or as non-specific as feels comfortable to you in terms of the vision that you want for yourself. Yeah. So I have to say like, I am like uber specific when I want something in my life. And I haven't shared this with the EB community yet, but my family and I are actually making a major move across the country. We're moving to South Carolina this summer. And it's just because we want to try something new and, you know, have some fun, but that's scary. Right? So months ago, I created a vision board for this move. Cause if we were going to move across country, I wanted to like have the exact vision that was in my head, right? Like that's so big. I wanted it to be perfect in a way. So what I did was I found images of the house I wanted. It had the front porch. It had the certain tree in the yard. It had um, a basketball hoop in the driveway. It was on a very specific street that I wanted. Like I was so stinking detailed. Whereas my husband was just like, I don't know, we just need a house that's going to fit all of us. Right. So he was very different from myself and he is not the type to make a vision board. This was definitely like all me, but after we ended up getting a house that fit all of those things I put on the board, you better believe he was like, Oh, okay. There's something to this. He's a little more open to it. And I know like Caitlin knows Daryl, he is just such a practical person. So this is not for him, but he was like, okay, (laughs) this is pretty cool. And my point in sharing that with you is that yes, my vision board, right. Was so specific, but yours doesn't have to be, it can be as broad as you like, or as specific as you like. But the point is that you're creating that board for the type of person you want to be in the classroom as well as out. So you're choosing images that light you up and that showcase who you want to be. You know, it's interesting. You're talking about envisioning your house on that exact street and all this mm-hmm. stuff. Um, talking about manifesting basically yeah. is what we're teaching everyone to do, like the beginnings of that through the vision board. Um, and we've talked about this a million times, but I don't think we've ever brought it up with our listeners is I'm very much a visual, a visual person. Like yes. I can envision things very, very easily in my mind and it's a blessing and it's a curse because it contributes majorly to my catastrophic thinking. I have very clear bad visions of what I think is going to happen. Thankfully, knock on wood, none of them do, but all of the good things that I envision happening, it happens in the same way that Jessica says. So, you know, I didn't make a vision board for wanting to buy the house that we're in now, but I knew what street it was going to be on. I was like, I know it's going to be one of these houses on the street. I'm just curious to see which one it's going to be. It wasn't a matter of if it was a matter of when and which one. And it's just so fascinating to me that when you start to really envision what you want for yourself, it starts to show up for you. 
and the universe or whatever it is that you believe in starts to show up for you because you start to behave and act differently because you know that what that vision is that you have for yourself is going to start to come to fruition. You just know that you need to start changing some of the things that you're doing to make it happen. Um, So I don't know. I just love it. So the next thing that you want to do with your vision board is you want to place it somewhere where you can see it, be reminded of this identity that you wish to embody. Like who is this person? Who is this new empowered ELA teacher that you want to be? You know, maybe you place it in a nice picture frame on your desk at school. So you see it all the time or you tape it to your file cabinet. I mean, heck, you could even put it behind your desk so your students see it. Who cares if your kids see it at school, you know? Yeah, it's Um, a good lesson for them. I mean, they can create vision boards. Absolutely. So if you made, you know, a digital board on Canva, you could format it to fit on your phone, right? So you have it all the time or your work computer. So it's that background on your computer. The thing is, is that you're always seeing it, right? You're reminded of that. So if you're not someone who just has that inherent capability to just visually see what you want, this is that way to make that happen for yourself so that you are consciously and subconsciously being reminded of this vision that you've created that you want to have in your life. I love that. And Caitlin will get into another step later on that talks to you about like what to actually do with that vision board, then like the actual practical steps of making Mm -hmm. it happen. But first things first, after you create that vision board, the next thing you want to do. So if you really want to leave school when the bell rings, or you want to, you know, embody that empowered ELA teacher vision is you want to find someone who is already in that identity right? Who's already doing the things you want to do and you want to model them, or at the very least, you just want to be aware of their actions. What are they doing to live that life? And there's a term for this, right? This person is called an expander and an expander is basically someone doing the things or living the aspects of the life you want. And they serve as inspiration for you. And an expander is basically showing your subconscious, showing your mind that what you desire is possible. So I'm going to go back to my move across the country, right? When I told my best friend, Maggie, like, okay, you know, we're up and moving to South Carolina. She was like, oh, you should check out this blogger on Instagram. She just moved to Charleston as well with her three kids. And I think you would, you know, enjoy seeing her pictures and all that stuff. And I'm not big on social media by any means, but I started following this person. And I was like, Oh, this is so cool. She's recommending restaurants that I want to try, or these are the parks that she says are cool for kids. And you know, this is the fun day trip to the beach, whatever it is, but it allowed me to see like, okay, this is what my life might look like when we move to South Carolina, right? This is someone with three kids as well. And I'm learning from them. And it kind of just gave me a glimpse of that vision that I wanted for myself. And it helped me step in the identity into the identity of someone who is moving across the country. And it's saying to myself, like, okay, this is actually possible. So how can you take that idea of an expander and apply it to your own life? Right? So we want you to start asking yourself, all right, What, um, or who, which teachers do I know are leaving at three o'clock when the bell rings or which teachers do I know who are really embodying that vision of that empowered teacher whose students are having fun and they don't seem so stressed out and they're actually like enjoying their weekends. So you want to think about someone you admire that seems to love their work and still have a life outside of work. Who's someone that has achieved a quality of life that you may desire. And you want to get to know this person better. Watch them, whether they're at school or not. Maybe it is someone on Instagram 
or maybe it's not even a teacher at all, right? If we can't find a teacher who's embodying this um, identity, let's look elsewhere, right? Maybe it's an athlete who you follow on Instagram and they're always, you know, talking about health and working out. And that's something that's important for you. And you want to find time for after school, follow them. Or maybe it's a food blogger who's always doing these new recipes. And you're like, that's what I want. I want to be able to try new recipes with my family at night and not be stuck at school grading. Whatever it is, the point is to find anyone who can serve as a role model for you, who can act as an expander to help you go after what you want. And I think that for some teachers, it's going to be hard to Mm -hmm. figure that who out, figure out who that person is, especially at school. I'm just thinking in some of my own experiences, you know, I don't know that there would have been an expander at my school. And in fact, it was hard to, to figure out a way to protect the identity of what I wanted and the vision that I wanted for myself when I was surrounded by people who didn't have that same vision or that same desire for that identity. Um, and so I, I think that Jessica's point to speaking to people outside of teaching is perhaps something that I think a lot of teachers are going to have to hold on to and go look for. Um, because it is hard, you know, I see all the time, you know, and it's not to say that there are not a million things wrong with education and a million things wrong at perhaps your particular school, um, that we're surrounded by this negativity all the time. And I'm not talking about toxic positivity by any means either. I'm just talking about, we're talking about what do you want from your life, you know, and like, what things can you actually do to have the life that you want? And to know that it is possible, there are scores, hundreds, thousands of teachers in our EB teachers club right now in the midst of everything that's going on. That's awful in education, in our world who are thriving and who are enjoying school and who are leaving school at three and who aren't working on the weekends, you know, and I think that to be surrounded by people like that, to show you that it is possible because at the end of the day, anything is possible that we want in life for ourselves. We just have to believe that it is. We have to set that vision for ourselves. And I think seeing other people doing what we want is the biggest inspiration and in seeing that, Hey, it is freaking possible, you know? Um, so I just want to speak into that too. So anything else or should I move into no, step it's number well three? said. Okay. <laughs> so step number three is finally in order to step into that identity of the teacher who leaves school when the bell rings, loves your job. You know, you're not experiencing burnout anymore. You're living the life that you've wanted is that you take what's called inspired action. So this might look like you assign a one pager instead of an essay because you know, that's going to save you time grading so that you can leave school at three 30 and you can make it to your workout class on time or whatever it is that you have set up for yourself after school. Or that might look like batch planning your lessons for the semester. So that when the bell rings, you're out the door and you can make dinner with your kids at night. That might look like creating a habit tracker in your room. And you mark off each day where you leave by a certain time. So it becomes a habit and a non-negotiable. That's what I do with my workouts. It's right behind me right here. Every single day that I work out, I put an X mark through it. So I can visually see it happening. And so this concept of inspired action, your actions are coming from the inspiration of the vision that you've set for yourself and what it is that you want for yourself in your life. So to summarize the more quote unquote woo aspects of leaving school when the bell rings is we want you to set a vision for yourself, like actually create that vision board put it together, share it with us in our Facebook group. If you're an EB teacher, share it with us on Instagram at EB academics. If you follow us there and then find expanders in your life to help you realize that it's possible 
as you step into this new identity. If you're an EB teacher, that's going to be members in our membership inside our Facebook group. Ask them and reach out to them. Get inspired by them. Read their posts. If you're not an EB teacher, this might be someone at your school. It might be simply listening to our podcast. It might be someone that you follow on Instagram in a completely different field like Jessica was talking about. And then step number three is to start to take that inspired action. And three is where you really start to see things happening because you're changing essentially your behaviors and your actions because you're taking inspired action now, as opposed to just kind of having life happen to you. Right. And sitting by the wayside. So even though that was a little woo, I mean, you're right at the beginning, like this is the most important thing because everybody has the same strategies, the same tactics, the same concepts, whatever, but not everybody has the same results. And what's the difference between the people who do and don't. I really think it's this. I totally agree. And I think this is one of those episodes, you know, maybe listen to it again and you might find some different takeaways, even the second time. And I know I listen to lots of different podcasts and the ones on mindset really just stick with me. And I'm trying to absorb that information and make positive changes in my life. And, you know, I'm really happy with the work that I'm doing to live as the person I want to be. I know, again, that sounds kind of like out there, but it really does. Yeah, absolutely. All right, you guys, thank you so much for joining us. As we wrap up March, we will be coming back with podcast in April. We'll see you guys next week. Have a wonderful week, everybody. And we really, really hope that you take that first step of setting a vision for yourself and creating that vision for you. All right. Bye, you guys. Bye, everyone.